Star Wars 7x7 episode 3091. Today we're continuing our run of final debriefings on season one of Andor. We are in the final stretch and these last episodes are going to take one last look at the various story arcs that we saw amongst the episodes themselves. Today we're going to be focused on what is probably the most compelling and emotionally intense arc of the season. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're going to start this off with a little bit of scoundrel business because we haven't done that in a while and we have the data for the third story arc of season one of Andor. That would be you know, the one that I guess is probably most closely identified with the Narkina 5 prison arc and this is the set of episodes written by Bo Willimon and frustratingly we don't have complete data for it because Andor dropped out of the top 10 of streaming for the first time during the week 9 episode of that story arc. We can tell you that number 10 on the list was The Handmaid's Tale with 441 million minutes watched, so we know it's less than that. The way that the numbers went with the season it was basically with a you know higher number for the first episode in the arc and then a drop to the second episode and then a bump up but not necessarily to the full point of the first episode with the third episode so one might imagine a similar thing was happening with this story arc as well except that it didn't work out that way <laughs> that's what we might have expected but the 10th episode hit 420 million minutes watched and it was only 385 for week eight so it got a little bit of juice and i would imagine it had to do with the word of mouth over the episode which was spectacular i mean the word of mouth over the whole story arc quite honestly so you know it being below 441 for the ninth episode uh, yeah i mean i want to say that it must have dropped a little bit just based on what previous patterns have shown but it doesn't seem like like that's necessarily the case and I have to say the never more than 12 ending for episode 9 uh, yeah just social media seemed to just burst with anticipation over that one and that 420 million for the 10th episode week was the highest that it had been since the fourth episode premiere that was 485 million minutes viewed during that week and I think you could fairly say that a chunk of that was people coming from the first three episodes or who had seen the first three episodes yet and we're catching up on things or you know hearing the buzz about it that sort of thing but without question these were the most intense episodes of the series and the ones that seem to hit emotionally home with people on social media talking about these episodes just remarkable the way that the prison situation is depicted certainly the most horrifying interrogation situation this side of princess leia being interrogated in a new hope and right up there with Boar Gullet getting after Bodhi Rook in Rogue One too. Wow. And you add to that the hopelessness for Bix in particular over these episodes with the fact that she's trying to get in touch with Luthen Rail and he and Clea are having conversations about whether they should even be maintaining this connection. He wants to, she doesn't. She strongly recommends that they're 
going to be vulnerable if they keep this open and he reluctantly agrees, especially considering that they have Vel and Sinta on the ground looking for Andor anyway. So Bix is left stranded in the cold and then she gets the horrific interrogation for her trouble, not to mention getting Salman Pak in trouble for that matter. You get Cyril Karn who starts to take a dark turn at this point. He just seemed like a, you know, kind of prissy pants functionary, a little too serious about his job previously, but now he is you know, desperate and obsessed and borderline, if not across the border, creepy with Dedra Miro. And then you get Mon Mothma being forced into an ever more uncomfortable situation necessary to resolve her credit problem that's basically going to alert the Empire to her illicit activities, illicit in their eyes, obviously. But she's already enlisted Take Holma. That happened in Episode 7, but the Episodes 8, 9, and 10 further their association, but Tay has to reveal that yeah, there's a problem, the banking regulations are causing trouble, and then, yeah, the Imperial Auditors are going to start finding these things, and he has a solution, but she's not going to select the solution, which is the Davos Skuldron Wealthy Thug Banker Solution. So, yeah, she's being forced into ever more uncomfortable levels of compromise. We also see in this story arc that the activities of Anto Krieger, with whom we know Luthen Rail is associated, are also being brought to the attention of the ISB. They just happened to pick up a pilot, got lucky, and are able to spoil that operation. And while this is going on, we have it in the back of our heads that in the first episode of the arc, Saw Gerrera showed up and Luthen was trying to get him to work with Anto Krieger and he was saying, yeah, no go. So naturally we think, ah, yeah, of course, Saw always, you know, makes it to the end of Rogue One or to, you know, the, <laughs> to the movie Rogue One, I should say. So makes it to the end of the series that Andor is going to document. So we know that somehow if he had gotten associated with Krieger that he was going to survive whatever happened. And obviously later we find out that he didn't get to do that after all, but in the moment when we're going through this arc, we're like, ooh, yeah, this is all happening, and I wonder how Saw is going to get out of this predicament. But really, the highlight of this arc is the prison arc, which is so terrifying in the way that it's delivered from the moment the prisoners show up and they get their first zap from being barefoot on the tungstoid floors to the doubling of their prison sentences while they're in there due to the public order resentencing directive to then finding out that they aren't escaping and then finding out that the Empire was so driven to keep it a secret that they killed more than 100 people just to keep things quiet. Not that it worked. And we then got to see such an incredible prison break situation happen. And for this arc, I think if we are going to give an award to anyone for the best performance in this story, I have to say it's got to go to Andy Serkis' Kino Loy, who gave us the biggest fist-pumping moment of the season with his Never More Than 12 line at the end of Nobody's Listening, and the most heartbreaking moment when it's revealed that he can't swim at the end of the prison break in the final episode, One Way Out, of the story arc. It was such a surprise to see him in the story, and his work on it is terrific. Even, you know, the smaller moments, like when they're in line and nobody's listening, and they're wondering what's going on, and um, Olaf is asking, you know, what's you know, what are they saying? And Melshi says, you know, they're free about the people who've died, and. 
Andy Serkis just freaks out and starts punching Melshi and Andor has to get him to get together. And he turns around and he's like, all right, you know, we don't know what's going on. And he's trying to rally everybody into just getting back into calm and order. But you see him breaking that facade breaking. It's just such beautiful acting by Andy Serkis. I just, I want to give him the <laughs> prize award for best performance in that arc. And I would love to hear from you too on what you loved about that story arc. So please chime in with comments wherever you like. So YouTube, if you're watching the video version, hey, there's comments right there. And you could also do it at the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com if you are checking out the audio version or you know, find me on TikTok, that's sw7x7 or Instagram, sw7x7. Would love to hear your thoughts about it. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, I may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.